Welcome to Take It From Me, a podcast starring me, Dion Arnold, where we share personal life experiences so you can learn from my mistakes. Whether that's advice on school, relationships, how to deal with a distant relative, or even things not so serious. We also will have many short segments where we will rate things, give advice, or simply recap something I'm interested in. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to Take It From Me, starring Dion Arnold. Um, before we start the episode, uh, trigger warning, if you are a family member, sex is mentioned in this episode, so you might as well just skip to Am I the Asshole if you don't want to hear about that. Oh, thank you, bye. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode seven. Um, this is my second time recording this because literally the audio quality was so bad on the previous one and maybe the audio... Blah. Maybe the audio quality is bad in all my episodes and I'm just now noticing... Um, I will definitely be fixing that soon. I'm not a fan of it. Like, I want, like, it to sound clear and people not to, like, hear distorted audio. So I'll definitely be fixing that in the future and, like, maybe set up, like, a designated area. Because right now, I kind of film these podcasts, like, wherever I'm at. Most of the time, it's when I'm laying down or, like, laying in bed. So I will definitely be working on that because... Audio quality is pretty important, especially in a podcast. Like, I don't want people listening and having their ears being freaking beat up (laughs) by my freaking audio. But this week has been been pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's been one of the better weeks. Um, I definitely need to clean up my house. Um... I used to think that I was the only one until I met other people my age who live alone. I'm 22. And anyone my age or around my age that lives alone, it's pretty much the same thing. Like, if no one comes over or if you're not doing much, if you're just going through the motions, going to work, coming home, going to sleep, blah, 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 like, your house gets dirty. Like, clothes get on the floor. Um, I have, like, empty bags. Um... I have, like, food that I ate. Like, it's a pizza box right here. So, um, definitely need to clean that up. And it's not like I'm a... I don't have people over like this. Like, if you know me, anyone who's known me knows I usually clean up before... Not usually. I do clean up before someone comes over. And, um, sometimes, you know, guilty. I've had people wait downstairs as I'm cleaning up. I'm like, nah, bro. Like, give me a little bit longer. I am still cleaning. You know, give me a second. (laughs) And usually they're okay with it. Like, I've never had someone, like, be like, no, okay, I'm leaving. But, yeah, that's that. Definitely have to clean up. (sighs) Ignore that, yawn. You didn't hear that. I'm pretty sure I talked about this in the last episode, but I'm excited for spring and last summer because I am excited to go camping. I didn't think I... I was, like, looking for things that I like to do, like, trying to find hobbies I actually enjoy, and I found out that camping is one of them. Like, I don't know what it is. It's, like, I don't know. It's fun. I like fires. I like having fires. I like sitting by the fire. I want to learn how to play the guitar, so I feel like that would be fun to do. Um, I just feel like it would be a good time, you know, go with some friends, sit by the water, maybe have a fire have some drinks, you know, I feel like that'd just be a good time, and summer is 
literally one of the best times to be alive. I swear, summer nights are the best. I've had so many long summer nights, and I'm just ready to have some more. Because this winter has been kicking our ass in Ohio. Like, the past couple winters have been pretty great, not too bad. This winter has been bad. Like, there's still snow on the ground. Like, it's been snowing heavy. We've had a couple storms. Like, I'm just over the winter, and I'm ready for summer. And, like, there's just, like, I think you guys know what I'm talking about. There's just even a smell on a summer. Like, you can wake up and smell that it's going to be a good day. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm weird, maybe I'm the only one, but you can literally smell a good summer day. You wake up, you hear, like, someone, like, mowing their fucking lawn, birds chirping. There's just, like, the sunbeams are fucking coming through your window. Like, ah, I don't know, I just can't wait for that. And, like, I love, I just love, I miss going to Edgewater. Like, you can go to Edgewater now, but, like, it's winter, bro. You're going to be cold. The water's right there. Like, it's it's enjoyable, I guess. Like, I've still been there a couple times, but I miss going to Edgewater in the summer. And just so many things I want to do. Going to Edgewater, camping, fishing. Like, I definitely want to um, pick up some out, some other outdoor hobbies during the summer. Like, there's just so much I want to do. Um, another thing I wanted to briefly talk about since we're talking about my week is one of my exes has a new boo. And the only reason I know this is because if you've ever slept with me or if you've ever dated me, I still stalk your Instagram. Like, even if it's private, bro, I know someone who follows you, I'll look at it. And I was doing that. <laughs> I'm not going to say their name, but if you're listening to this, if you know, you okay, it's the person I brought to the, um, was it the 4th of July? I don't know. It was some party in the summer I brought her to it, but if you're at that party, you know who I'm talking about. But um, she went to school out of state, and before she did that, I uh, told her, you know, and I regret this. Like, now, me, right now, in 2022, like, this is like, six, seven months ago. I told her, I was like, hey, like, you know, you're leaving the state. I don't want to hold you back. And I don't want to be held back. So, I think once you leave for school, we should just, you know, let each other live. And I regret saying that because I really like this woman comes to find out. And, um pretty much now she's gone in a different state and I was talking her Instagram literally and like I am a, a true stalker like I am the block king I am the stalk king like uh so she posts the new picture first thing I do go to the comments I'm seeing who's commenting <laughs> crazy yes but I'm crazy looking at who commented on it it's all you know all her you know female friends and then there's this guy and he puts like a black heart or something I don't know but pretty much, like, I go to his profile, and I'm just like, wow. At first, I was upset, like, wow, you know, she's moved on, like, she's found someone. And, bro, this guy looks just like me. Literally, this guy looks just like me. But, you know, I'm like, oh, she found a new guy. Like, I was upset, like, oh, my God, she's probably telling him all the stuff she told me, blah, blah, blah. She's probably playing this guy music I showed her. 
But then I saw he had a kid <laughs> and I instantly got happier because I'm just like, yes, it won't work out. Or even if it does work out, he has a kid and she has to deal with that. And I know that's probably like shitty and evil to talk about and say, but I don't care. I don't care. I'm so happy. <laughs> I literally saw he had a kid and instantly felt better. I'm like, mm, okay, maybe it's not too bad. <laughs> maybe it's not that bad. <laughs> And speaking of, like, exes, like, I'm not going to say this person's name, but me and this person have a lot of history. And um, they just recently watched my Instagram story, which is weird because me and this person have fell out and became friends and start talking and, like, multiple times. But, like, the, after the, what happened last time, our last uh, quote-unquote breakup, um, which maybe I'll make an episode about that because it is a pretty crazy story. Like, I'm not going to lie. Maybe that'll be my first episode when I have, like, the video version of it. But, um, oh, also, if the audio sounds a little bit different, it's because I'm recording this section at work. I'm literally at work recording this. Like, I should be working right now, but I'm recording a podcast. But since no one at work listens to this, uh, fuck you. I don't care. Um, I don't think that I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> it's it's going to suck if I actually do get in trouble, but I don't think I will because no one listens to it at work. But yeah, the one of my exes looked at my Instagram story and like, we don't follow each other, obviously. And like, I just unblocked her when she looked at my story. So I'm like, she must have been like, refreshing weekly to see if like she was unblocked but no she has been unblocked and literally she watched all my stories and i was just like you trying to like become friends again or like what like they obviously they didn't hit me up they just watched all my stories and i'm just like well you obviously saw the fucking story about my podcast so subscribe please watch it but i don't think they will but i'm definitely gonna make an episode about this person because i have too many stories not to tell about them so yeah, that is how my week is going. Uh, I, I said it was good, and it is going good, but a lot of previous women I've had altercations with, I'll call them that, have been re-coming up. Well, the first one is because I was stalking her Instagram, but the second one, they came to my Instagram, and I'm just like, what do you want? So, yeah, that's that. <laughs> yeah, um... <clears throat> That last part I recorded, like, at work, that's why you heard all that, like, background noise. Like, I was literally at work on the floor, like, snitching on myself right now. But no, literally, I was at work recording that. So, <laughs> so uh, please ignore the noise in the background. And I feel like I keep apologizing for the audio. But genuinely, guys, I feel like everything will be better once, like, I have, like, more of a setup for this. So, definitely, please bear with me. But. That is how my week has been. Um, a lot of, not women probably, like none of these like were a detriment and like hurt me this week. But it was just like seeing my ex with the new boo. That was kind of funny. And the one of my exes watching my stories. That was funny. So that happened this week. And um, another, th I don't know if I want to say this. Okay, I decided I am going to say this, but another thing that happened this week, I literally had the worst sex of my life this week. I shit you not. And like, bro, not to brag, like I'm not like, oh, like, bro, like, 
I'm the best at sex, like, blah, 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 but, like, bro, I'm pretty not bad at sex, like, I've never had someone tell me, like, hey, I'm not enjoying this, or I've, I've heard, if anything, I've heard, like, wow, this is the best I've ever had, this is great, not to, you know, pat myself on the back, but I usually don't hear bad things, and I, I didn't hear bad things this time, but me, personally, I am saying this sex was bad, and I know my part was bad, too, I'm not just blaming her, I was bad in this too. Like it was just the, I don't know what it was like. Well, I do know what it was like. There was nothing there. There was literally absolutely nothing there on both of our end. And we'd put nothing into it. Like there was no love in it. Like not saying love has to be in it, but even like when you're hooking up, like there's some type of attraction and like that, I don't know. But no, this sex was terrible. And what was terrible about it is just like there was no there was no lead up, first of all. Keep in mind, this girl hit me up. We've hung out multiple times. I've known this girl for about a year. It's been the same thing since we've known each other. You know, just like a consensual hookup. And no, we're both okay with that. But this time, it was just I haven't seen her in a couple months. And like she hit me up saying, hey, are you busy? And I told her I was free and she came over and even when she first got here, the vibes were off. Like we put on a movie, she puts on Deadpool and I don't know how you guys feel about background movies. Like, I don't know if you guys just put on whatever, but like, I usually like to put something on in the background that like won't, like if I laugh during sex or like if we giggle, okay, that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that, but like. Dude, Deadpool, I don't know if you guys ever heard of or saw Deadpool. Deadpool's not good background sex uh, noise. Like, he's always making, like, witty comments or, like, something over the top is usually happening. And, like, I'm getting getting a blowjob and fucking Deadpool's jumping over 5,000 cars in the back with only six bullets and hits every shot. And I'm just like, yeah, I can't focus on this right now. <laughs> it was so bad. But then on top of that, um, I've never, and I'm, I've never met a woman that did this and even her, she's never done this. So she must've just been extremely horny or something. Like she just wanted to go right into it. I'm a big foreplay guy. Sorry for my family that's listening. Oops. Click off now. Like skip ahead. If you're my family, like this whole sex part, like just skip ahead. If you don't want to hear it, if you're my family, but I'm big in a foreplay, bro. She skipped all of that. She was just like, Bro, let's get down to it. And we got down to it, and it just wasn't even great. Her positioning was bad. She wanted to do missionary, which I'm so okay with. I love missionary. But she, I would try to, like, you know, tell her, hey, you know, scoot up a little bit, move back. She wouldn't, like, follow my directions. And, like, it just wasn't bad. So, at this point, I'm just out of it. Like, I don't want to do anything. So, I just kind of, like, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Number one, bad movie in the background, bad background noise. Like, try to set the mood. Don't have something, don't have Deadpool on in the background. Number two, there was no foreplay. She skipped everything. She was being super impatient, super, super impatient. And step th uh, the third thing that really made me annoyed, that really made me annoyed is like, okay. Yes, it's my fault. And I'm going to say what was my fault, like. I'm I'm saying it right now, but um, she brought up something I brought up, something I said in this. Keep in mind, bro, 
if it's 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and, like, you guys are texting a girl or, like, someone you're into or something, someone you're gonna, like, smash or, like, hook up with, bro, you say some wild shit, like, you don't say everything, you know, everything in those texts, you probably don't mean it, you're just talking shit, it's 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, you both are horny, you're just talking shit. Mid, mid hookup, she dead, fucking dead ass fucking quotes one of my texts from like two or three in the morning and I'm just like oh like I'm like joking I'm like oh no I'm not gonna do that I shit you not I was joking like I was gonna do what I what I said but I was just like oh what are you talking about like I don't remember that I shit you not she gets so serious she's like well you're done like we're done here and I'm like bro what like what type of weird stuff are you on like not saying I'm not saying it's weird that a woman you know wanted to stop having sex that's not if she says no and wants to stop, stop. That's not what I'm saying. Don't want that to be taken out of context. Don't try to cancel me before I even get put on. But <laughs> it was just such a, a, a mood switch and for a joke that I made. Like if you I feel like if you can't joke during sex, like you shouldn't be having sex with that person. So that causes big ordeal. And then pretty much she's just in a whole mood now after that because like she couldn't she didn't like the joke I made. And I'm not going to, like, say the specific joke because I've already spilled too much beans. My family listened to this. But literally, um, after, you know, we stopped doing the do, we stopped hooking up. She literally has an attitude, like, and Deadpool is still on. So we kind of have to finish the movie. And um, literally, I'm sitting there on my phone because, like, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I'm not watching Deadpool. Like, it was fun. It was cool. You know, like ha 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 Deadpool but like bro I was just like so out of it like I didn't want to watch it she literally bro keep in mind before I say this part this woman like when we first met this woman has went through my phone like physically like when I was sleeping one day I went to sleep we went to sleep in the same bed I woke up she's gone and my phone like been befuddled with and literally, bro, I text her. I'm like, hey, why'd you leave? She's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. My friend needed me. No, turns out she went through my phone. She's like, yeah, I went through your phone. Keep in mind, me and this girl have been strictly hooking up. Nothing else. No dating, nothing. She's never said she was into me. She never said we should be mutually exclusive. None of that. She says, oh, well, I just saw you talking to other girls, blah, blah, blah. First of all, how did you get my password? Bro. How did she get my password? I never, I never showed her my password. I'm never on my phone in front of her. But turns out she just looks at your fucking phone. She can see your phone at any angle. I shit you not. We're sitting side by side on the couch. My phone's like close as fuck to my face. There's nowhere near her. Like she cannot see it. She cannot see it. You want to know what she says to me? You want to know? She goes, do you color coordinate your apps? I'm like, huh? She's like, well, all your red apps are on one screen, bro. She saw my screen. Keep in mind, I don't color coordinate my apps, but just it was just random that my screen had a whole bunch of red apps on it. But she saw me scrolling through my home screen, saw red multiple times in apps out of the corner of her eye and asked me, hey, do you color coordinate your apps? Out of the blue. Keep in mind, she my phone is nowhere near her. She can't see it in it. This bitch is a fucking wizard. Like, I'm like, how do you, how'd you see that? Like, women, fellas, hide your phones. These women, well, not from your girlfriend. From like, if you're hooking up with someone and you don't want them to go through your stuff, women are crazy, definitely hide your phone. They'll definitely look out the corner of their eye or do something and they will fucking see your password. 
So yeah, that's that. On to Am I the Asshole. All right, so going on to Am I the Asshole. The first story is, Am I the Asshole for Calling My Girlfriend an Unsupportive Coward? Mm, we're gonna we're gonna get into this all right so it says i 26 male have a girlfriend oh um okay i can't read i 26 male have been with my girlfriend 25 female for just under two years two months ago i bought a motorcycle secondhand I was riding with my girlfriend sitting behind me on the uh, back when we got pulled over by the police. The cop comes over and tells me that the plates on the bike are coming up as stolen. My girlfriend, who was leaning against a tree where I got pulled over, now starts freaking out. She starts yelling at me and saying how she should have known I was a good-for-nothing thief, and I manipulated her and duped her into thinking uh, I was responsible enough for actually owning a bike. She starts telling the officer that she didn't know what I had done and I had strung her along. The thing is, this is bullshit. Why? Because she was there when I bought the bike off the guy. I paid him in front of my girlfriend with the cash I redrew from the ATM that she stopped at on the way. She knows that I didn't steal the bike or break any laws. My girlfriend stormed off after kicking my helmet on the ground and then my girlfriend storms off after kicking my helmet that was on the ground and out of the way. It takes me a good few hours for me to clear up everything with the cop after he takes me to takes me in the bike to the station. I end up trawling through the photos on my phone, the banking app, the bike sale listing and the documents I photographed to show him that I did indeed buy this bike and it is not stolen. He told me that he would let me go, but the bike should not be ridden until the matter is cleared up formally, since it is still technically listed as stolen in the database for them. I get home and see my girlfriend watching TV. I ask her what the hell happened back there. She tells me she had to put on an axe so she didn't get into any legal trouble or had been seen on the side of the road being pulled over. I told her there was no legal trouble or any risk, and that I would... And then I showed the cops all the evidence to convince him, no thanks to her acting. I asked her why she was scared of being seen pulled over on the side of the road and asked if she had had bad experiences with cops in the past. She said that she was looking to get a government job and it wouldn't be a good look and would screw her over and would screw her if she got anything on her record. I told her that she was an unsupportive coward and she only made things worse by throwing me under the bus. She left the apartment and called me an asshole. Am I the asshole? I don't think you are the asshole. You are 1,000% not the asshole because your girl folded in 0.2 seconds over nothing. She folded so quick. If she would fold over that, what if you were really doing something illegal? Bro, you're going to jail. She is a snitch. You are getting told on. She is Takashi 69 in you, bro. So, yeah, um... You are not the asshole, my guy. Your wife, bro. And she was thinking about getting the government. Bro, what? Well, that doesn't even make sense. If she she was literally there with you the whole process, she saw you get the money. She saw you with the guy purchase the vehicle. Not the vehicle, the bike. So if she was there for the whole process, I don't see why she's acting like this. Um, Yeah, you're definitely not the asshole. And 
when you read the titles, they make it so like clickbaity. Like I literally thought he was going to be an asshole. He's not the asshole. He is not the asshole. All right. Um, so reading the first comment on here, it has one award, uh, 2000 upvotes. It says, are you sure you want to keep it? The relationship, I mean, not the asshole. Your girlfriend, on the other hand, is a piece of work. She left you at the first sight of trouble. She also testified against you and basically threw you under the bus, knowing full well it was a lie. She calmly watched you tell... Oh, she calmly watched you get transported to the station, and then you were gone for hours. Yeah, and she was watching TV when you got back, bro. Like, yeah, it just doesn't sit right with me. First of all, she lied on you in front of the cop, to the cop, and then you get back and she's just chilling watching TV. What? She didn't call you. She didn't ask you what was going on. Like, And it's also crazy because it sounds like he initiated the conversation when he got in the house. It doesn't sound like she hit him up. Not hit him up, but it doesn't sound like she was like, hey, how was it? What happened? Like, I'm sorry about that. He asked her, hey, what was going on back there? Like, what happened? She didn't say anything. And then she didn't say, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Oh, like, I don't know why I did that. She literally said she did it for a very selfish reason. Well, I guess it's not selfish. If she wants to get a government job, I can see why that wouldn't want to. I can see why she wouldn't want to have that on her record if she's applying for a government job because they do look at things like that. But I just think that's so fucked up. Your husband, they've been, I'm pretty sure they said they were married. Like she threw you under the bus for nothing. Like she gained nothing from this. So if she would do it for nothing, imagine what she would do if something's on the line. Or, like, she would get something. So, yeah. Not a fan. I'm going to read some more comments. Um, info is just still... Okay. Okay, this person says her excuse is also a load of crap. Background checks have security clearances do not work at all like she thinks. If OP, OP is original poster, this is the last episode, I'm going to say that. If you don't know what I mean when I say OP, oh well. Um, if OP did get into real legal trouble, no thanks to her lying, she would then be in a relationship and living with someone who is under investigation for possibly being prosecuted for a felony. That's going to be much that's ah, that's going to be a much larger issue than being seen pulled over which is not even a thing yeah her saying that oh i didn't want to be seen pulled over on the side of the road bro who's driving and gonna be like oh crap i just saw vanessa on the side of the road like what like you sound dumb yeah um that's literally a dumb excuse and then let's say he were to get in trouble that's not on your record like you're not going to get charged with anything like I don't I don't know this person just seems uh, uh I'm not liking the wife like I don't know how he's dealing with this <laughs> this person says she was willing to lie to a police officer to save face no literally though she literally was willing to do that she's not willing she is she did do it she lied to a police officer to save fucking face this person says, not the asshole. Yikes, your girlfriend is extremely selfish and an immoral and immoral to boot. What? Okay, but pretty much this person says this person's not the asshole. 
and the girlfriend's extremely selfish. Yeah, definitely. Um, this person says, not the asshole. She should have backed you up. The only logical reason for her to do that is if she herself is covering something up. Not saying she is. She did, she did act like a coward and didn't support you at all. Yeah, and then this person's asking for the info. Like, did she even apologize? That's what I'm asking for because it doesn't sound like she apologized for what he said. It sounds like he walked in and he said, yo, like, what was that? And she didn't say anything. Like, I thought she would have apologized when he arrived back home, but no, didn't didn't do it at all. This person says, not the asshole at all. I'd be so offended if my partner pulled that. Like, her, like even her excuse was so weak. No, literally. Not the asshole. I would straight up kick her out and not even ask her anything. And then I would have broken up with her. Yeah, that's a bit harsh. But, I mean, I guess that's understandable. Depending, like, you know, what she just did was kind of crazy. Kind of off the wall. Definitely unhinged. All right. <clears throat> All right. So going on to the second story. Um, the Super Bowl is going on right now. So like I'm about to turn my phone on. Do not disturb because I keep getting like Super Bowl notifications and texts from people. But um. All right. So the title is Am I the Asshole for Refusing to Help Out a Pregnant Coworker? OK, again with the titles. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So I know the title might sound a bit bad, but please hear me out. Also, I'm on mobile, so apologize for any formatting issues. And I'm glad he's apologizing because a lot of these people have terrible formatting. So it's like every time like I stutter or something, like I, I swear I can read. Like it's just like the formatting is so terrible or there will be a typo or something. And I'm trying to like read it as a normal word. But on to the story. So a bit of background is that I work in childcare and am currently in the one to two year old room. As you can imagine, there's a lot of diapers that need to be changed every day. We have 10 kids a day and we'll change them at least every three hours or more if they're extra soiled or extra wet. I work in the room with my lovely coworker, Bethany, who is a few years older than me, not onto the issue at hand. Beth is currently six months pregnant and isn't planning on going on her maternity leave for another two months, if all goes well. This wouldn't be a problem aside from the fact that with her pregnancy, she has had a lot of problems picking the children up, bending down to do the jobs and the main issue at hand, changing diapers. She struggles with lifting the children up to the changing mat and will become nauseous when changing them. It's gotten to the point where she has asked our superior or not our superior. She has asked our supervisor if she could be exempt from changing diapers for the next two months. Their solution was for me to cover changing her diapers um, on her shift until she goes on maternity leave and the cover arrives. What? Why would that? That's, that's terrible, but I'll get into that later. Um, what this means is I am expected to do all the diapers upward of 30 a day along with all the other duties while she gets to do more fun jobs such as planning and participating in activities with the children. As we do not um, as we do changing diapers and activities at the same time, always turning, uh, always switching between the days. Uh, when I heard that, <clears throat> when I heard that this was the plan, I was really upset and voiced my displeasure to my supervisor who asked for me to just put up with it 
and help Beth um, until she goes on maternity leave and we can hire someone else. I told my boss that I would not accept this and would not put in, and I would put in my notice if they expected me to do extra work for the same pay. And considering that it is a worker shortage right now, I'll have no problem finding a new job because my because of this, my supervisor basically told Beth to suck it up. And now she's really upset with me saying that I should have taken one for the team. So am I the asshole for refusing to do the extra for refusing? Ah, So am I the asshole for refusing to do extra work for my pregnant coworker? Damn. Okay. Uh, No, you're not the asshole. You're not the asshole. But Beth is also not the asshole, though. I feel like the boss is the asshole. Like, this is, just seems like a shitty company. Like, what? What are you? What? Like, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like this is a shitty company. Like, this is just a shitty situation altogether. Like, uh, like I, yeah, I feel for Bethany. Like, she's pregnant. You know, she can't do everything. But, bro, that's not fair for you. You're supposed to just do all, pick up all her work? No, forget that. That's like me being at work and the pregnant lady can't sit at her desk anymore because she gets too nauseous. So now I got to respond to her emails and do my emails for the same pay. Yeah, no, they didn't even offer you more money. Yeah, no, you're not the asshole. And then, yeah, going on to the comments, he says, not the asshole. I feel for Beth, but it's not fair for you. They could have at least offered you a bump in pay while you're covering uh, for her. Yeah, that would have made it better. They were like, hey, you know, we'll give you like double pay or like time and a half, you know, since you're doing all the extra work for her Um, or something. I don't know, like a $5 pay raise for the extra work he's doing. I don't know. They should have gave him something. And then, yeah, right here it says, yes, the workplace is the asshole here. They employ humans, and they have to accommodate the issues humans have, like illness, pregnancy, and grief. Their accommodation shouldn't be demanding extra labor for free from other employees, literally. Like, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, the workplace, like, the place they work at seems to be the asshole. Like, honestly. Like, I would not want to work here. And then... Yeah, that's that's what this person says. They said, the first asshole here is the boss slash employer. They need a better process of handling this because at a certain point, doesn't making one person handle the, uh, doesn't making one person handle that many diapers a bit abusive and I don't know. It seems a bit counterintuitive to the health and safety measures. This might be unpopular, but when a pregnant person, when a back, ah, this might be unpopular but when a pregnant person's choice is to work until the last possible moment i understand how and why people will be forced into this choice the effects on that choice always rolls downhill on your fellow workers if beth can't do 100 percent of the job while she's pregnant she should be moved to another position and and attempt should start now what i'm sorry i can't read <laughs> if Beth can't do 100% of the job while pregnant, she should be moved to other position and attempt should start now, not when she actually goes into leave. The company is foisting their responsibility for making staffing adjustments onto lowest rung, least powerful employees. Beth's choice to stay in the position when she needs to, when she needs accommodation is part of the chain of how big of asshole. Wait. Beth's choice to stay in a position when she needs accommodation is part of the chain of how big of an asshole your company is. Yeah, no, literally, though. 
That's what I was saying, like, me saying, that's what I was saying, me stuttering over what I was saying, but, (laughs) that's what I was saying, okay, but, no, that is what I was saying, like, the company just seems like an asshole, like, why isn't the boss stepping in, like, maybe she, yeah, she can go do the more fun activities and not labor intensive, but don't make him do all the diapers, why doesn't the boss step in and do the diapers, like, I feel like that's how that should go. But it seems like this company is just, like, terrible overall. And then, yeah, it says here, boss is the asshole. They need to hire new help now. Literally, because... Or just send Beth on leave. And, yeah, hire someone now. Like, still pay her for it. And, yeah, get her out of there. So the topic of this episode I wanted to talk about are pyramid schemes. Like, MLMs, multi-level marketing. And... If you don't know what they are, like, you probably have heard of some. Like, a couple big ones are, like, um, like, a couple big ones are, like, Herbalife, um, Primerica, Juice Plus, uh, Amway, Avon, Mary Kay, Forever Living. Like, you probably heard of one of them. But um, I wanted to talk about them and my experience with them and... Just, I guess, just my experience with them. Um, I'm not for them. I don't like... Well, it's not about what I like. They're not not good. You can't really make much money out of them, if we're being honest with them. The people who make the money are the people at the top who got in in the beginning. So I may be like, it's 2022 now, but there was a time where I was in between jobs, maybe like 2019, 2020... I think it was around that time, maybe, yeah, 2019, 2020. And, um, you know, I'm sending out my resumes, you know, looking for great jobs. And, you know, at the time, I didn't really know the telltale signs of an MLM. Like, I'm usually pretty skeptical, so I pretty much figured out it was an MLM or a pyramid scheme once I got there. That's when I actually figured it out. But from the job description, it sounded great. Everything was good. Well, everything wasn't good, actually. After looking over the resume, after going to the interview and realizing what it was, I should have realized in the um, description, you know, job description, it was what it was. But um, I don't know if I should say the name of the place. Um, Actually, they wasted my time and money, so I'm going to say the name of the place. The Greater Marketing Team. Um, I always see their ads on Indeed to this day, and I can wish I can like tell people don't apply here, but it is a pyramid scheme. It's an MLM place, um, and they present themselves really well. Like I think they said I was gonna be a customer service representative at the time. That's you know was my area of expertise. I worked in call centers. I knew how to answer phones, and you know worked the system. And I was pretty much assuming it was gonna be one of those. Um, so I get there and. Um, the first interview is great. They have a nice office building, great office. Um, we go into this little room for the interview and interview is great. Um, two people, it's a two person interview. I thought that was very nice. You know, they were both asking really good questions. I gave my responses and it was a great conversation and everything went well. I didn't think anything of it. It was in a great building. I didn't really look into the company. I kind of just, you know, went off what they told me. So the first interview was great. Never really, no red flags. Second interview comes around, and no, still no red flags. Same as the first interview. Um, it's just a follow-up telling me they, they like the first interview. They want to go ahead and offer me the job, and I should come back for the third interview. This is where it gets a little fishy. The third interview, 
we start going over pay. Um, I thought it was an hourly position. No, not an hourly position. That's one of the big telltale giveaways if it's a pyramid scheme. If they don't pay you hourly and it's all based off commission, off sales or recruiting people, boom, pyramid scheme, LMM. I mean, I said, I can't talk. LMM, get out, get out. Don't do it. If they're not paying you an hourly wage or a base salary, so pretty much he was telling me how, yeah, your first couple of weeks you're going to make this amount if you convert this many customers, and then to make this amount, you have to bring in so and so many people, and I'm just like, uh, huh? I thought I was, you know, going to be, you know, answering calls, you know, sitting at a desk, you know, I thought this was already an established company. I didn't think I had to go out and still recruit customers. Like, I thought this was all, like, inbound calling, but pretty much that happened. Um, and another giveaway, um, I asked him, hey, like, what what are the benefits here? Like, what are, do you give medical vision? No, nothing. No medical benefits, none, no benefits at all. So that's another telltale giveaway. And the giveaways I'm going to give now are not related to this specific MLM because this one is more so like us trying to convert people over and um i think the greater marketing team they were doing stuff like cable and trying to get people better rates on their gas stuff like that but i'm going to be talking about the mlms where like you have to buy products and inventory like herbal life and amway and stuff like that i'm gonna get into that and i don't i'm pretty sure everyone knows why these business models are bad and like Mainly because the people coming in don't make money and there's not really an opportunity to make money. And these people know that and that's what they prey on. They, you know, sell you a dream and pretty much the goals aren't obtainable pretty much how they did it. You know, the only people making money are the people that got it early. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the um, other telltale signs. And actually, before I get into that... Um, I'm a pretty skeptical person. I got asked questions, but they literally got me. That's why I was so mad and why I don't feel bad about saying the greater marketing team's name because I spent time and energy going to these interviews. I took time out of my day. I could have been, you know, I still got jobs after that, but I could have been going to an actual interview instead of going there. So it just goes to show that they can get anybody. I'm telling you, man, they're they're crazy and they disguise it so well. Um, but no, you, you can, you can see what it is. And it's just like, I spent money to go up there. Like I spent Ubers or I took time on my day. I don't know. It was just a big waste of time. So definitely be on the lookout when, like, when you're looking on indeed, if they don't have an hourly rate, if they're, you know, talking about entry level, $80,000 and like you go to the interview and they're like, yeah, it's all commission. No, get out. Don't even go there. Even if it's not a pyramid scheme, that's not a good job. Okay, so a big telltale sign if you're about to be joining a pyramid scheme is you're required to buy inventory from them, like a big amount of inventory to like make money. Like I know with Herbalife, like if you want to, you know, sell their products, you have to buy the products and get a certain amount of points and get discounts and then resell it to people, which I don't really understand that. Um, same with um, the income. If your income is mainly based on the number of recruits you get and then the money of those new recruits pay goes to the company and it, not the sale of the products, like that's where your money's coming from, pyramid scheme, MLM, get out. Like 
that's why that's I feel like their products or I don't feel like I do know that that's a loophole. That's why they have the product. That's how they get away with being a pyramid scheme because they say, no, we're actually selling a product. But most of the time, the product is stuff people don't even want or they can go to the store and get. People are buying Lay's, not fucking Amway chips. Like, and same with Herbalife. Like, Herbalife, I guess, is a better one because, like, they actually help people lose weight in a sense. But people are buying Herbalife, like... They're the, what Herbalife is selling, most people can get at the store probably for a cheaper price. Like, they're not they're not doing anything groundbreaking over there to where people should, you know, pay the money to get it from Herbalife. But, yeah, that's a big red flag if your income is based on how many people you bring in. And then to go on on my the, the little side tangent... I got duped into another. (laughs) I got duped into another pyramid scheme around that time. Like the greater marketing team got me. And then an old high school buddy reached out to me. I'm not going to I'm not going to air him. I'm not going to say his name, but um, I'm going to call him uh, Bim. His name was Bim. (laughs) But literally, he hits me up and uh He's like, hey, Dion, how you doing? And I'm like thinking he just wants to talk. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is great. What you doing, man? You know, catching up with them. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, um, I have this, you know, I started this company, you know, great thing. I'm looking for new people to, you know, join. You know, you can make great money. Um, if you have time, I'd love to meet with you. I'm like, you know what? I haven't seen this person in a while. What do I have to lose? He's talking about all this money. He looks like he's doing great. Might as well see what he's talking about. So pretty much we meet, he's giving me all the buzzwords, you know, blah, 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 you know, your typical pyramid scheme pitch. So, you know, he ropes me in and I go here. Um, It's a fucking Primerica. It's Primerica. I don't know if you guys know what Primerica is, but um, they try to get people over to their thing. Like, um, I'm pretty sure we were selling like, um, what were we selling? Hold on. We were selling like insurance and like. Uh, like money advice, like money management stuff to people. I'm pretty sure it was insurance though, but pretty much he gets me there. They, the first day there, literally, bro, he leaves me in the office. He leaves, goes somewhere. It was just super, super sketchy. Like everyone in the office were like, had these names like CEO or like top regional manager, boss, CEO, Octagirl, I don't know, dude. They all had weird names. And, like, if the job doesn't have normal job titles, like boss, CEO, you know, executive, if, bro, everyone can't be an executive. That's another red flag. If they have all these crazy big bonanza names, fucking without, and they're not, like, just normal position names, like boss, cook, shit like that, yeah, it's a pyramid scheme. But... Going back to what I was saying, he's giving me all these things. If they have like a whole seminar I have to attend on the first day I'm there, pretty much you you can assume what it is. They give you a simplified rundown model of the business plan that they do there. They pretty much say why this works and pretty much hype up the business, making you think, hey, you know, this is work. Everyone does this. But what they don't tell you is no one is going to buy their stuff. No one wants their stuff. No one is going to Primerica for their insurance when Geico and Nationwide is out there. Like, this is not this is not what you're doing. And another thing they don't tell you, and this is my biggest problem with these, you don't make your money from the product in these pyramid schemes. You make money from the recruits. So, yeah, definitely uh, 
watch out. Um, I'm pretty sure I kind of feel bad, kind of don't. He paid for like my, um, like all these, like all these pyramid schemes you have to pay to join, like, I don't know, whatever, certain dollars. And that's pretty much where you make the money. And that's where your upline makes the money, the person who gets you in there. And uh, I felt kind of bad because he paid for me. He was my upline. He paid for all my classes and stuff. But I'm pretty sure he got more money off of me, him paying. I'm pretty sure he made that money back. So I don't feel too bad. But, yeah, I just stopped showing up. I, like, after the first day, I was like, yeah, this is a pyramid scheme. I'm out. And it's so funny because, like, if I did a simple Google search, I would have known it was a pyramid scheme. And the biggest problem with these is just, like, for the most part, the people who join these MLMs legitimately make little to no money. And a lot of people lose money. And most of those cases, they believe they're legitimately joining something and not a pyramid scheme. A lot of people joining, they that's what they prey on. They prey on, hey, you can be your own boss. You can retire at 30. That's what they prey on. They sell people the dream and sell people the hope. And they make people believe, hey, you don't have to do too much work. You don't have to do all this. You don't have to put in the hours. You don't have to put in the time. You can put in four hours a week and be a regional CEO of this company um, at Primerica and have your own office. And boom, you're smooth sailing. You're retired. It's not that simple. So just to, just to, um, and I feel like we're at the age where like at least one person in your life has came to you or some person that you know or you know someone everyone knows someone that they went to high school with a friend someone who's been in the pyramid scheme is in a pyramid scheme or has tried to recruit you to a pyramid scheme so definitely beware definitely kind of a cult i'm pretty sure pyramid schemes definitely fall up under a cult but definitely beware of those and those are my tips i hope you know that kind of made sense it's pretty much just me rambling which is this podcast but Yeah, I appreciate it. You guys enjoy the rest of your day, night, whenever you're listening to this. And um, I appreciate it. You guys enjoy your week. Bye. See you next week. Oh, and another thing, um, a lot of these MLMs and um, yeah, a lot of these MLMs literally have so many freaking court cases that they literally settled for just so they didn't have to admit that they were pyramid schemes. If at your if at the recruitment and like when they're telling you about it, if they have to specific, specifically, I can't speak, specifically acknowledge that they're not a pyramid scheme, they're a pyramid scheme. Like a lot of these places I went to, they were like, a lot of people are going to tell you it's a pyramid scheme. A lot of people are going to tell you this and that. Like if you have to defend yourself from that before I even have to bring it up, yeah, you're a pyramid scheme. And the court cases, you literally settled outside of court. So you didn't have to admit it. So yeah that's that that's all i have to say on the topic and uh i hope all this made sense if it didn't oh well bye thank you for listening to episode seven of take it from me starring me b.i arnold I appreciate you guys for sticking with me through all these episodes. We are episode 7, so we are making our way through. Moving on up, definitely follow the Instagram. Please rate the podcast and follow the Spotify if you are listening. I appreciate it.